0: Let's have a party Albany, let's have a big bash Albany, let's celebrate now Albany, another scandal Albany, that's what your vote is gonna test, anytime you ain't seen nothing left.
1: we're going all the way in there.
0: Okay, welcome to the live edition of the – welcome to What's Left in Albany. This program covers the built environment, politics, and people of Albany, as well as the surrounding tri-city area and maybe region. Featuring discussions with leaders of community projects and or organizations to discuss themselves, local issues, what they do, in an effort to get a full picture of what is going on. I am Dan Platt, your friendly neighborhood leftist, interested in building – Socialism and practicing direct democracy, waging my one-man clandestine insurgency against confusion and stagnation. Whatever the grievances or joys we share about our city, we are going to find whatever's left. Please clap. Okay. In the, uh, in the station, the studio with me, I have two very, all well, special guests, of course. Phoenix and Dex. Uh, they are representatives slash, uh, people involved with the Satanic Temple of Albany. So say hi. Now the mics are on.
2: Thanks for having us.
3: Nice to be here.
0: All right. But anyway, anyway, uh, we'll work at it. Um, so let's see. Just go right into it. Uh, so just simple intros. Tell, uh, introduce yourself, uh, how long you've lived in Albany or where you're from, um, why you came to Albany or how you came to Albany. And, uh, we'll, we'll go from there.
2: Sure, I'll start. Um, my name is Phoenix. Um, I've been in the Albany area for the better part of 20 years. Um, I'm the congregation head of the Satanic Temple Albany, uh, Minister of Satan. Name's name is Dex Desjardins, um,
4: native of Albany. I grew up here, lived here almost my entire life, except for a brief stint in New York City. Um, I was one of the co-founders of the Satanic Temple Albany congregation. It was chapter back then. And uh, these days I work for TST's Ordination Council, which oversees the ordination of our ministers and the development of our ordination program, and um, um, a media relations specialist, which allows me to speak on behalf of the Satanic Temple to uh, national and international media.
0: So for those who aren't new atheists like me, or at least in a past life, um, why don't we uh, expound on what is the Satanic Temple, who are you people, and why do you call yourselves that?
2: Uh, so I guess I'll start with Albany. Mm-hmm. So TST Albany is a group of compassionate, empathetic Satanists and non-Satanists uh, providing an inclusive and safe space for marginalized members of our community as a subgroup of the T- Satanic Temple. So mm-hmm. you know we, we work locally uh, with the people in our area. Uh, the Albany uh, congregation runs as far left as Ithaca, uh, north of the Canadian border, and south to probably Poughkeepsie area, southern Vermont and some of Mass. We actually have some
0: Okay, so it's really covering the five one eight.
2: It's a very large area, three one five all the way up, so
0: Okay. The the eco region. And, uh, and Dex? index?
4: So I should probably start by explaining what Satanism is to us because there's right. a lot of Very misunderstandings
0: boring. around that. So basically... When did the Satanic Temple start as an organization? Why? So on.
4: Yeah. Um, so, so we'll start with what Satanism is. Satanism is a non-theistic religion that's based around uh, the central metaphor of Satan as a symbol of personal liberation, the pursuit of knowledge, and rebellion against arbitrary authority. Uh, it was originally codified into a religious movement by Anton LaVey, back in uh, 1966, um, and he was the founder of the Church of Satan, which is the other large satanic organization in the United States. There's actually quite a few of them, but Mm -hmm. uh, Church of Satan is the oldest one, and we're one of the newer ones, and I think probably numerically at least the largest at this point, uh, probably by orders of magnitude, honestly. Um,
0: Newer, fresher, better.
4: That's how I like to think about it, yeah. and uh, um, So basically we've taken Satanism as it was, and we've dispensed with certain things we found. Uh, to be outdated such as uh LaVey's ideas about social darwinism um which we reject and uh we've basically i think modernized satanism to make it uh more applicable to today's needs
0: it's definitely a entity of the 21st century yeah can absolutely can you go into a short history of the satanic temple since its founding the um, last ten, I mean, it's literally just like a 10 years. So.
4: Yeah, we actually just had our 10 year anniversary, which is uh, very exciting. I don't think any of us who joined back uh, when I joined, I joined back in uh, 2015, which might not sound like a long time ago, but in Satanic Temple terms, that's like a geological age. Um, we had we had so few members back then that I could probably have named them all if you'd asked me. Now, last I checked, we were somewhere What's somewhere number? between eight and nine hundred. Uh, 1,000 members worldwide with 49 congregations spanning uh, two continents and and building uh, constantly, like almost every week, adding new congregations.
0: How many would you estimate is within your local, well, it's more regional watershed and then maybe zero in on the local uh, tri-city area watershed?
2: Like congregations? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: well you said the the Albany congregation covers basically the five one eight and then some.
2: Right. I mean there's Connecticut, New Jersey, um yeah. Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, in the same way that the IWW upstate New York chapter is basically everything that as if a New York City person defines upstate. Yeah, I mean New York <laughs> State is,
2: is is kind of unique where the so like we have Western New York, uh-huh. Albany and then New York City. Yeah, and so the city certain... specifics were kind of like a an old past thing. Now, now, typically, when a when a mm-hmm. congregation uh, comes up, it's it's statewide. Um, mm-hmm. There are obviously uh, population centers. In, yeah, and... like if you have a place like Washington, where you know Washington State has its congregation, but it's a it's a big place.
0: Mm-hmm. So
4: yeah, most most congregations that are forming these days are statewide or multiple state. In the case of like Vermont and New Hampshire, Connecticut and Rhode Island,
0: the New England chapter.
4: Uh, yeah, there, there's two right now. There's the there's the new there's one for Vermont and New Hampshire. There's one for Connecticut and Rhode Island. We used to have a Boston one, but they're uh, inactive at this time. Um, and I, I believe there's someone working on rebuilding that. And I don't know if it's going to be rebuilt as Boston or as Massachusetts. Um, was and, the
0: headquarters in Salem or was it somewhere else?
4: Yes, our headquarters is in Salem, Massachusetts.
0: Okay. Just checking. Yep. Because I didn't read that. Uh, I just want to check my knowledge base. How did you come to um question for Phoenix, I suppose how did you come to start the chapter or or how did you become the congregation head uh
2: so when did you
0: join why did you join
2: uh, i I joined early twenty nineteen so okay. uh I had uh some time on my hands obviously uh we were in kind of getting going in the the pandemic I was at home a lot, okay
0: so um, so then, during 2020. Yeah, it was the main. You joined, push. but it was. I, I became joined, active. Right. There was always that. Yeah, there's always yeah, no the that. The change. beginning of
2: 2019 was kind of when I actually started following the movement. I had watched the um, documentary, you know, Hail Satan, and uh, that's when I kind of I've heard I've heard of the organization.
0: In 16. 16- Can you briefly describe the docu- uh documentary?
2: So the documentary was. Uh, I, I mean, the documentary was kind of like a, I started out as a, as a, what was it? Like a, a movie initially, right?
4: Basically back in, I think all the way back in 2013, we were approached by the director Penny Lane, who, uh, actually, uh, is very involved with the media sanctuary up in Troy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she wanted to kind of just follow around the satanic temple and, uh, see what it is we do. And in 2019 released, uh, this documentary, hail Satan. It's, uh, for the older members, it's the documentary we all love to hate because, on one hand, it brought a tremendous number of people who had never heard of us before. You know, kind of, we, we became known to them, and that brought in uh, enormous numbers of people. I mean, we grew geo- geometrically over a very short time from you know
0: exponentially. Few, I think it was is is that the world.
4: term? Yes. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're probably right.
0: Um, Don't worry, I, I've 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 made that I've made that.
4: by many times we grew. Yeah, exponential. Um, But the problem with the documentary, uh, it's good for what it is, but it really kind of softballed the whole Satanism element and focused on the social activism. And so we got a lot of people who joined who didn't really get what we were, and they wanted to turn the Satanic Temple into the vehicle for their favorite progressive cause. And, you know, there's a lot of great causes out there that, you know...
0: So many people were activated in 2020, and whether it's quote unquote the left or progressive movements it's a mosaic of orgs that are just oh, either unknown or you're only know because you're in a, their media bubble or sphere it is it's very very difficult because there isn't these institutions to kind of go join or they're not in your neighborhood or whatever it is like the first thing you see Okay, I don't want to go on my own rant. This isn't Joe up. So please continue. Sorry.
4: But, you know, so we had a lot of people who joined who then flamed out when they realized we weren't what they thought we were, which was a catch-all activist organization that they could, you know, piggyback off of. Yeah. And then, you know, they called us cults or said we weren't, you know, this thing that they claimed we were that we had never actually said we were and that we aren't. we were
0: there, Occupy.
4: Yeah, sort of like that. But I mean, fundamentally, what the Satanic Temple is is a church for non-theistic Satanists who mm-hmm. follow the seven tenets. You right, know we're, right. we're recognized as such by the IRS. You
0: actually have rules and and uh, and uh, criteria or, you know, membership maybe? Um,
4: yeah, well, I mean, so the basis... Guiding principles. Yes, that's sure. that's the best way for it. So we don't mm-hmm. have any dogmatic principles. We have seven tenets. Of course. They're meant to be applied holistically and interpreted on a person-by-person basis.
0: Um, and, you know, there are, of course... Can you list them out for me? Off the top of my for head. the
2: audience? <laughs> I mean, I have them.
0: I, I know, them. Uh, let's see, uh, I know one of them is... Um, well, never mind. I just know the spirit <laughs> behind each one
2: yeah that's that's really the most important part I think yeah
0: palm yeah. cards maybe the I mean made.
2: like speaking to the guiding principle it's they're designed to inspire nobility in action and thought so mm-hmm. that's the compassion and empathy part right? right and I could list them out if you want.
0: Go for it yeah
2: yeah so uh, tenant one uh, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Uh, Two is the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three is one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Beliefs should conform to our best scientific understanding of the world, and we should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit our beliefs. People are fallible. If we make mistakes, we should do our best to rectify it and remediate any harm that may have been caused. And every tenet is a guiding principle uh, designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word.
0: Excellent right there's that distinction between being a um how did you phrase it a uh space for non-theistic believers or yeah we're, versus like like a church can do social activism but it isn't necessarily its own purpose is not for said Specific social activism of the person who wants to join.
4: Correct. Yeah, we're not an activist movement. We're, we're a church. And uh, the activism that the Satanic Temple does engage in is an extension of our religious values.
0: So, to get on that segue, uh, the thing that uh, got me to finally message you, because I was thinking about it, you're on my list, but uh, the thing that reminded me I should message them now is that you were doing a community event or, or a mutual aid project. Uh, the cat.
2: Oh, okay. the cat, Catanic cat. panic. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. Why yeah. Why so,
2: um, we were working with, I can't. What, what was the you? You actually adopted a cat. Animal right? kind. Animal yeah. kind. In Hudson, uh, New York. In Hudson, uh, we had uh, done a fundraiser uh, to sponsor the adoption fees for black cats uh, around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are actually um, they're put down at a higher rate than other cats uh from superstition. So. It was a. It was a. You know, we felt,
0: it kind and of, racism. <laughs> That's true.
2: So I mean, that was kind of what our aim was. Our aim was to support a local uh, shelter with kind of helping ease the the burden that they have on these black cats that have some have been there for months, right? Uh, going on years. So that was our that was our
0: aim. Every cat deserves love. Right. Exactly black or not have you done any uh any other such uh benefits that was, uh, that was back in october i'm sorry i just saw right. it now or yeah. something why did i just see it it's in january your page so i guess i'm just getting some posts <laughs> or maybe oh no maybe it was a matter of me going back to your page to look up your contact and that was the pin post so yeah that was it okay
2: yeah we we, we were post. i guess going back to like kind of our history we were dark for a while um we had during the pandemic, we had lost our our chapter heads as it were back then, mm-hmm. and so I was one of the original members on council, just leadership regular leadership council locally and i kind of we we kind of went dormant and we just i worked to i worked with dex um as our regent um to rebuild and so you know once we got to the point where um i I went in for an interview to be the congregation head and, and got it and so now we're rebuilding our our community so uh since then though we've we have had other projects like uh the Brimstone initiative uh it was a goods drive to benefit uh locally unhoused people so mm-hmm. we donated like goods like sun sunscreen and this was uh, the stakeholders of Broom's County which was down in Binghamton mm-hmm. um and we you know we we donated socks and and sleeping bags and and, and dry it's so a really goods.
0: wide area though
2: yeah, yeah, we have we actually have a, a collection of members in Binghamton area that are, are pretty low, are pretty active.
0: It is the uh, right are the projects taken up based on the interest of particular members in particular areas.
2: Yeah, that's usually how they come about. Um, a lot of members will say, "I'm interested in X," and we try to create that into something that is you know the community can stand behind.
0: Because it's of such a wide area, does that mean that you're as a church is it more of a virtual space or are there any physical is it is there any dense is, is the membership dense anywhere enough that there's actually regular uh gatherings
2: well w- albany is is like our base mm-hmm. um but we do have members all around we we are we kind of support a hybrid model so we do we do access zoom meetings and stuff like that uh for people that aren't local but we're we are kind of an Albany-based congregation. Most of our membership is local, so.
4: and we do hold in-person meetings on a just about monthly basis, and we have yeah. you know in-person social events and things like that as well. That was my
2: next question, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, so when we have when we have a monthly, if we have an an in social or um, an in social in-person event, uh, we will also host a Zoom uh, to kind of mm. capture the wide audience.
0: Right. Next, quite well. More like I'll, I'll relate that um, for the number of years since I got back from college, that's after 2012, mm-hmm. still identifying or at least like you know being a hybrid of occupy activist, but also still being new atheist, but wanting to be atheism plus. I went to the regular meetups, which are still pretty much ongoing. The atheist agnostics of the capital region who have pretty much monthly dinners. I think they would have more than one a month, like one would be more of a lunch or one would be on uh, the weekend and one wouldn't be a Friday. And I stopped going uh, for mm, more because it was just a different age group with a different mindset. I'll leave it at that. Um, If I had different guests, I would go into what it was really (laughs) about. But one of the things that came up that relates to your experience was that we had a very, when there was a big question about going beyond just like because the dinners were getting bigger and bigger uh per, a particular year maybe it was 2015 or so don't ask me exactly the i can't prove exactly what year it was but there was a big discussion maybe it was when because other groups like freedom from religion foundation they every year they have like a new billboard campaign or or the satanic temple i think did i don't know if you did billboards at any time um
4: yeah, we actually have a lawsuit going on right now, Satanic Temple versus Lamar, I believe it's called. We had yeah, uh,
0: that's the main uh, billboard.
4: Yeah, okay. yeah, they uh, we had designed some billboards for them, you know, pro reproductive rights themed,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, the uh, they refused to put them up. Um, they just didn't like us. Didn't Is someone like
0: saying that like uh, a fertilized embryo is like cake batter? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't call this a cake, would you? Anyway, the. But well, anyway, we had an, a meeting that wasn't, I mean, it was over, it was at Professor Java's, is the place on Wolf Road. But, uh, the, we had a multi-hour meeting, just like, felt like just like Occupy, meetings that go on for a pretty long time because they're not too well facilitated, everybody talks and they talk too long, discussing and arguing, uh, well, they're not arguing, but, uh, should we, buy a billboard ourselves you know we're growing so large maybe we want to actually we have the numbers actually maybe do more than just be a social group but again it's sort of like other kind of groups where people brought together maybe by a certain interest but not a common set of values motives even strategies of change like we want to make the world a better place but uh but beyond that it was just like okay once we get new people let's assume we do what will we do then we don't have an organization that can actually handle projects we don't have committees we don't have many structures um i think all people all the people there just had no experience doing any of that actually they're all some type of middle-aged or above uh, middle-class professional so coming from that point of view so and yet maybe they can organize a bureaucracy but uh but i, I probably had the most activist experience and even i was like well I'm not sure what we could ever agree on actually doing besides maybe some mutual aid, which is usually the low hanging fruit. Like um, in my days as a, in the, at the Center for Inquiry, um, we had such a debate: like should atheists or secular humanists be more antagonistic, like the pastafarians, with uh, you know we mock religion by saying we have made up our own, or do or, or more serious, we have we make our own secular religion. With it and say it's a church, so we can fight them on an even playing field. Uh, another group, a college group called the Happy Atheists, and they just did charity projects with other churches because their goal was let's just show people that atheists aren't scary um, evildoers and change their perceptions about the world and good and evil uh, or good and bad um, and so on. So there was, there was that. And then and the conclusion is they're all kind of right because they're all valid tactics, all tactics are valid, so to speak. Um, or every strategy has its place based on its uh, conditions. And uh, and the Satanic Temple kind of, to me, reacts to such a thing. So uh, open up the discussion. What are your thoughts on the medium and long-term goals of your organization? Well,
2: as a whole or as Albany?
0: One at a time.
2: I mean, I can, I can go, go as far as Albany. It. Yeah, um, Phoenix,
0: Utah, Albany, and then what?
2: Yeah, we're 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 gaining. We're, so currently, we are um, kind of opening up to our menstruating with Satan campaign. Um,
0: menstruating with Satan.
2: Menstruating with Satan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, uh, feminine hygiene products.
0: Collecting, yeah, collecting yeah. feminine hygiene products. Yeah, so
2: them. we partner with different groups, but um, you know, I think. That that's kind of like our short-term. And long-term is to get these projects that we do, some of these community outreach programs, you know, stuff, uh, on more of a regular basis. Because currently what we're doing is uh, we're, we're taking passion projects, basically, uh, of, of, the, of the members. Current interests. And we're just yes. – yeah, current interests. And what I would like to do is to turn these You're into – You're amplifying them. So right. Like. We, I would like to – Get them to a point where they're revolving, right? We they're annual, um, so that we have more of a st- of a structure on what we're doing, and, and mm-hmm. we kind of we have a bigger impact. I'd like to have
0: yeah more, maximum impact, more regular, more consistent,
2: right? You know, that that would be my ultimate goal long term before I leave. So
4: mm-hmm. yeah, straight with Satan's a a fairly uh, common um, drive throughout the Satanic Temple, you know. Uh,
0: right, that that's an organizational wide uh drive, right?
4: sort of so you know we we have what's called the good works campaign that helps uh congregations to coordinate and uh run campaign projects that are you know done frequently i guess and you know yeah. providing menstrual hygiene products uh is a very important thing that's that's often overlooked it's uh shelters
0: it's a woman's tax because they cost something and they shouldn't because they are health products
4: they are indeed
0: okay go on sorry uh,
4: that's okay um, as far as the long-term goals of the Satanic Temple, I mean, you know, it, it depends on which part we're talking about. So the Satanic Temple actually has a fairly...
0: Go part by part, take your time. Yeah, <laughs>
4: it has a fairly uh, complex uh, structure. It's uh, we, It used to be fairly simple and centralized when we were very small. Mm-hmm, and, you know, right. now that we're in the hundreds of thousands and in multiple countries, we've had to adapt and uh, modernize our structure. So on one, we have what we call basically two pillars one pillar is uh, the society of congregations and that's like the the social uh community element of the satanic temple that's where obviously the congregations are um and uh, each one is run by one or more congregation heads there are regional committees uh composed of those congregation heads and then you've got like international committees that uh kind of oversee that whole pillar the other main pillar of the satanic temple is the as the campaigns and campaigns when when the satanic temple as a whole organization does activism the campaigns are where it happens the congregations do a much broader variety of projects based on their local needs but the actual activism that the satanic temple does is by necessity very narrow it's intentionally very narrow basically it boils down to separation of church and state, and upholding
0: that. Uh, you you could rephrase that as focused, you know, instead of narrow.
4: Uh, either works, I guess. <laughs> yeah, focused is nice. It sounds more positive. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so you know, when, when I say we're not like a catch all activist organization, you know, basically all of our activism comes down to protecting our religious rights as Satanists and upholding the separation of church and state. And uh, you know, you can't. We can't do the, the first one without the latter. So, yes. and uh, all of our campaigns approach th- that basic mission through different ways. Um, you know, we have our after-school Satan Club, uh, which uh, provides a alternative, like a secular alternative to uh, evangelizing third-party groups like the Good News Club. So it's not a it's not a counterpoint to student-led Bible clubs. We don't give a crap about that. That's that's the students' rights to do. But when you have like the Good News Club, which is, is an external force that comes into the schools and basically turns children into little missionaries and, you know, by by indoctrinating them with hellfire and brimstone theology, and their parents often don't realize this is happening. They just think it's like, you know, a, a place for their kids to hang out. So when a school has a Good News Club or some equivalent, the Good News Club is the big one, and the local community requests for us to do so, we can build an after-school Satan Club chapter in that school district, uh, but only only under those conditions. We don't just go into schools and like, oh, here's an after-school Satan Club for you that you didn't ask for or yeah. want.
0: You're not lobbying school districts. Exactly.
4: Normally,
2: parent, the, the parents will approach us.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 As in the case of most, um, well, any secular humanist campaigning or counter Christian nationalist campaign. Yep. Uh, or initiative. So we're only halfway in. But hey uh as i don't usually come in with a huge list of questions, but let's let's uh usually in the second half, but hey,, uh, why don't you go on? Is there anything else you want to talk about relating to? Was there anything else you'd like to talk about?
2: I mean, as far as Albany goes, um,
0: you yeah, know, before I switch it to just like let's talk all
2: <clears throat> right all I Albany
0: mean itself, but
2: as at a local level, uh, what we try to do is we just try to provide a space for people uh of like minded Individuals to come together and, and kind of, you know, express their deeply held beliefs. That that's mm-hmm. our our honest goal. So we these these campaigns and stuff that we we help with um, these are these are passion projects and that th- this is coming from the area, right? They're, the community we see a need in the community and then we address it.
0: So why do you think that um, need is there, or why is uh this why let's let's dig into uh why the as you as you put it the um to you allow people to express their deeply held beliefs what is preventing them currently besides of maybe or is it a matter of why is there not a space already what is your space provides that other spaces that may or may not exist don't provide
2: i mean uh, well for us specifically in albany um i mean these are To be clear, we don't, the the Albany congregation doesn't require that you're a Satanist, but Mm -hmm. I mean, you tend to have uh, Satanist views when you come. Um, Well, how
0: how about we dig in, sorry, um, why don't we (laughs) dig into, you're ordained, right? Yes. So why don't you go into that process and the conditions and criteria of that?
2: I will actually let Dex talk about that because he is part of that program.
4: Yeah, um, so the ordination program is, uh, I think, just about two years old now, and um, it it was a long project to create. Um, It was something that people had wanted for a very long time and that was very appropriate for us as a church to have one of. Um, I was one of the people that worked on the development of it. I was a researcher and lesson writer and presenter for one of the, uh, the core lessons of the ordination program, um, so if you take the program, or we actually have a, a non-ordination course called the Satanic Scholar Program, which is open to anybody. So if you want to hear my beautiful voice even more, you can you can take that and I I present one of the core lessons there. So to be ordained, what you have to do first of all is be a Satanist. You have to be in, integrated into our community. So not necessarily the Albany. Somehow somehow you're involved. And I mean involved, actively yeah. involved in the Satanic Temple, whether it's with a campaign or one of the congregations or whatnot. You have to have enough of a presence where someone who is ordained in leadership is willing to vouch for you in writing that you are, you know, you have good character, you you are serious about your Satanism.
0: Okay, with the sponsorship of of your local leader.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, local or or, or higher. High. High, yes. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there's a course you have to, you have to be recommended for the course by someone in leadership. You have to take and pass the course, which involves a number of quizzes and tests. And, uh, there's a reflection essay you have to write after that where, you know, you talk about basically your goals as a minister and, and things about the course that spoke to you. And once all that's done and you've passed the course, you then have to get a letter of approval from someone, uh, ordained in our leadership. It's usually, it's usually the same person that recommends you. And you know the letter has has very specific things we're looking for. It's not just like, yeah you know Phoenix is a pretty cool guy it we're looking for really specific stuff about what makes Phoenix a cool guy, what's he done?
2: what's what he, kind of positive impact are you gonna have in our community
4: yeah exactly and um and then there's a criminal background check uh where we're you know we're looking for the big ticket items like you know make sure you don't we don't have you know rapists and stuff in our our midst uh-huh. we're not we're not concerned about that traffic violation or you know that petty theft from ten years ago. Uh, and, and, once you've met all those criteria, then, then you can get ordained and, uh, uh, that, you know, authorizes you, uh, to perform, uh, ceremonies, uh, public rituals, what weddings and whatnot under the satanic temple's name, it does not make you leadership. And that's something that, um, you know, we, we like to stress from time to time. It is a requirement if you want to be in congregation head or above.
0: What are the requirements for leadership?
2: Um, Depends on what type, I mean, what level of leadership you're looking yeah,
0: for. Yeah. Sure, sure. Let's let's talk um, medium level. So like state local levels, council?
2: Like, yeah, yeah so sure, yeah. Just basically a that. congregation usually has a, con- you know, they have congregation heads, um, which would be uh, ordained minister level. Because you said
0: minister- you put it, at, like you framed it as you were hired
2: i i wasn't hired i, I don't okay. make any money
0: <laughs> I, I know but i i i thought you you put it that way i'm sure you just meant that as a turn of phrase okay. but why don't you get into um
2: so uh, well I, I interviewed for it as what i think okay so uh you 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 have to know your stuff you know um congregation head is 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 like people manag- people management you you know you're knowing you know you know the 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 drive you know what the the mission is and then you're you're kind of providing that space and you're responsible for that space. So like, uh, you know, as, as far as like a local council, which, you know, having project managers or like a, a funding director or like we have a hellfire club, which is like a, a, the director of education for us. So like that would be under, I, I kind of manage these people. The education. Right. It's it's called
0: hellfire club.
2: Yeah. Hellfire club. Okay. It has different names and different congregations. Yeah. Some of them, uh, oh, okay. Utilize like Lilith and stuff like that, but we, sure. our, our particular congregation, calls it Hellfire Club. Gotcha. Um, those uh, leadership, they don't—they're not required to be ordained. Um, they, you know, some some of the positions do. Like, if you're head of ritual, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have a strong understanding of our religion to lead religious practices. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Otherwise, what are the um is there any ceremony with becoming a Satanist or, um, or There's is it no the, processed? Man. Yeah.
4: Basically just, you're
0: just looking at the tenants and going, Oh, these are cool. Yeah. Um, or I jive with them or rather I will, in fact, was it commit to actually follow. Yeah. People.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's kind Those of our feet mission. Feet our can. mission is, you know, we hold these seven tenets as kind of like a, a guiding, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we're, that's a, it's a requirement to be in the congregation to, to understand them and, And like follow them, right? But not you. You don't have to be. You're not working towards ordained ministry as part of your Mm -hmm. because there are non-satanists in our group as well. That
0: could you uh, could you dig into the content of the courses that you were referencing before?
4: Yeah. um, So they they cover a wide variety of things. Um, They talk. Part of it is about the history of the Satanic Temple itself and its structure. Uh, we have a lesson about the history of Satan throughout different cultures throughout history. Uh, we have a lesson about, um, uh, witch hunts and satanic panics and, you know, moral panics in general. Uh, there's one about, uh, the
0: there's culture. Do one every year.
4: <laughs> Actually, I can get to that. Uh, Please we've, we've got one what, about, what, uh, the, the, the one that I did for the core program is about the culture war and the rise of, of Christian nationalism in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and others you know there's there's a whole bunch of them there's there's 10 total um and then we also have continuing education courses and i'm in charge of the production of those i I did one myself which was about the um the jewish symbolism and it's you know how basically kabbalah and stuff like that Mm -hmm. birthed western esotericism and how so many of the names and symbols and everything that satanists see all around them um have their origins in, you know, Talmudic literature and stuff like that. So Sure. Um, and uh, we've got one on how to do...
2: Uh, As being
0: the perennial outsiders, and something I was going to quip about before was the, when, when you were describing the two pillars, it's like, well, that sounds like what Judaism had to go through in the Victorian era. This, uh, con, this, uh the larger organization of synagogues, and then the rabbinic, rabbinical side. Mm-hmm. So there's always kind of been that split throughout the entire history of Judaism, which is why you even have a Talmud in the first place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, oh, yeah, sorry, I cut you off.
4: Trying to remember where I was. Oh, stop my elective lessons. Yeah. So, I mean, and in, in some of the lessons are more practical. Like we have ones about how to be a minister. Like what does it actually mean to be a minister? How do you minister to a community? Mm-hmm. How do you create satanic content like podcasts, radio shows, blogs, things like that. So, yeah, you know, it covers quite
2: quite a broad variety of topics. I would say. Yeah, the is continuing there, education courses yes. are are yearly. So. Is
0: there any particular reading list uh, associated with that? Uh, is there any? There, I know I would not even think uh, fake ignorance like, oh, do you have a book? No. Um, is there a reading list that uh, that you look to? Or?
4: The course itself is self-contained. So if you if you sign up for the course, you're recommended for the course. Um, everything you need to pass it is part of it. Um, mm-hmm. however, we do provide with each lesson, a list of recommended readings because the way, the way I see it, and I think this is true for, um, probably everyone on the ordination council, at least is that ordination is the ground floor. That's sort of the basis. And the course is the, is like the least, the least yeah, you should do. You. Um, you know, the, the, so, but, uh, basically you know, the, the course itself is just the bare minimum. And we're hoping that people are self-motivated enough to look at the recommended reading lists that come with each lesson because, you know, a lot of effort went into those, and, and they're they're really good books that we're recommending.
0: I don't know what year it was as well, but uh, it was maybe my last year of college. I was looking into the requirements for being a um, life church, kind oh, of like to, to be a I, secular I celebrant. Secular celebrant, that's right. It. I was looking at that. And I'm like, uh, I don't have $200 to plop down for this. Uh, I got college debt. And, uh, and it, and it just didn't seem, it wasn't the project to take on at the time, but it was certainly an interest of like, well, I, I want to have a whole battery of side skills like other, um, community leader hippie people I've met. Yeah. So, so beyond that, uh, so let uh, bigger, bigger, let's go wider. I see, but obviously you, you can contend with me, that the Satanic Temple was created out of uh, culture war struggles of the of the twenty first century, let's say, even though of course they go back to um the beginning of, of postmodernism. But of course satanic panics and moral panics overall are as old as modern society may be older, but um at least as we know them. So if you could go into that, um the satanic temple's place in that or how you see things.
4: Sure. Um uh, yeah, I mean we're very much you know a product of the twenty first century and uh And uh, I don't know that we would exist as an organization without the culture war. We were very much a reaction to the growth of uh, rising Christian nationalism. now Satanism itself goes back much further. But, you know, I'm talking about specifically the Satanic Temple um, as the group that kind of picked up the mantle of Satanism uh, since the Church of Satan is sort of, I I don't want to say they're inactive. I don't know what what the hell they do, but they're certainly not. I've never met someone.
0: They've probably been obsolete since era you know um and that was back in the 70s yeah there's
4: there's a local guy who's a church of satan member who actually came out and supported us at pride back in 2018 um you know and i get along with him fairly well we we disagree on as many things as we agree upon at least but you know he's not a bad dude at all um we have there are some church of satan members that absolutely can't stand us uh, and and try to make our lives terrible if they can but yeah so our, our first public thing we ever did was at a rick scott rally in florida where we
0: basically you're talking about the organization overall correct i'm talking
4: about the satanic temples organization yeah yeah um and you know that was definitely a media stunt that was a prank you know
0: Um, can you describe what it was
4: uh basically uh, a bunch of satanists showed up on the steps of i think it was the florida state house and uh thanked governor rick scott for opening the door to satanism in the public sphere because he had you know past measures that sort of yeah allow
0: for religious freedom in the public sphere. Right?
4: Yeah. Religious freedom under the, yeah. Yes, as a code word. Of, yes. Yeah. And so we were kind of, you know, uh, I wasn't in, in the organization at that point I joined two years later, but you know, that was, that was definitely a media stunt. You know, it was, it was trolling mm-hmm. and, um, I don't think anyone actually expected the satanic temple to turn into what it did. Um, I, I think part of the beauty of it actually is that it was born of something, you know, kind of, Silly almost in a way, and then became uh this just huge movement in this home to so many people who over and over and over again, I hear them say, This is the first place i've ever felt accepted. this is my you know chosen family. you know we have a lot of folks who are uh, who are lgbtq we oh, have mm-hmm. a lot of folks who are neurodivergent we have people who have been thrown out of their out of their homes for you know any number of reasons that aren't their fault, and uh, mm-hmm. they tend to find us and more often than not, they seem to uh, really like to stick around and, you know,
0: find out yeah. where the adventure goes.
4: Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a place where folks who often haven't had chances to express themselves publicly, you know, have they've been shut down or they've never been able to have a leadership role before they can come in, they can really excel and, uh, you know, take on meaningful work and lead people. And I think it's beautiful.
0: What kind of well you, you just mentioned a bunch of marginalized identities, I suppose, so that I guess I, I don't need to follow up question of what kinds of things would they be need to what kind of things are they expressing there's the menstruating with satan um are, are there any other i'm sure there's active lawsuits that the oh actually no so i i, I would speak to what you were mentioning to build off of that that uh when i when I first heard of the satanic temple, I was like hmm, okay so they they sound like the pastafarians but they're using more established iconography and so that it allows them to uh, actually say, no, well, we're not just a mock religion, we're an actual religion. We can be a legitimate space for people to, to, to be themselves as it were, to f- have found family, which is very much a 21st century motif of both art and society since past modernity is all about being a structured hierarchical family that's chosen for you or determined in some way, but found family is postmodern, metamodern, progressive.
2: We're not like, okay. we don't outreach. But, We're not like, I'm not going out and looking for people to join the congregation. The people come to us. Yeah, I'm
0: not, yeah, I'm not, right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Not insinuating anything. <laughs>
2: it's, it's interesting.
4: Um, you know, we, we hear a lot, the uh comparison, and it's 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 not a good comparison. You know, right. Pastafarianism is intentionally, you know, a, a parody religion. And mm-hmm. what's what's always struck me as strange is Satanism has been around since 1966, and no one was claiming that it was a prank or a hoax until we came along. So it's kind of like we get like this double standard uh, uh-huh. in the world of Satanism where for some reason people like to imagine
0: that. Because you did it in the Age of Iron. Uh, there's, there's that, I guess, yeah. But go on, sorry. No, that's all right.
4: Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's not a good comparison at all. And, uh, you know, we didn't invent Satanism. We didn't pick the name because we thought it would be cool. Um, it's not a prank. And, and, you know, one thing I've said before, when people are like, oh, you know, is this trolling or you're just, you're just pranking people? Like, we are putting our, our, our careers, our family relationships, our, you know, friendships and our very lives literally on the line for this. And you don't do that for a prank.
0: I will point out, though, to the uh, This Is Radio, you're both wearing entirely black. Is that intentional or just a matter of coincidence?
2: I think it's just a coincidence, personally.
0: Yeah. I mean... I'm wearing dark colors, too, (laughs) but... There's
4: certainly a lot of crossover between, like, you know, goth aesthetics and Satanism, but it's certainly not a requirement either. And we have a a tremendous number of members and leaders and stuff who uh, do not have, like, a gothy aesthetic. Um... Like you know, I, I definitely wear all black, um, and it's, it's it's an aesthetic choice that's not exactly tied to Satanism, but it works.
0: Speaking of aesthetics that also are really serious at the same time, uh, has there been any overlap with uh, local Wiccans or because uh, I know there is like a not just a Wiccan society, but uh, was it? But uh, is there any overlap?
2: I mean, <clears throat> we have had members in our congregation. Or that, interaction. Yeah, I mean, there has been members of other you know, groups that have come because they agree with our tenants and they, they understand kind of where we're coming from. So um, there is kind of a mix as far as the group goes. But, um, you know, I I, I wouldn't say it's, it's large. I know that back in 2019 um, when I initially joined the group, um, I had been introduced to a couple of Wiccans, but, you know, it wasn't an overwhelming majority of our
3: population.
0: Yeah, I want to walk it back. I was, I'm, I'm actually being silly. I'm not considering that there is, um or want to insinuate any actual, uh, relationship. I was, cause my mind just went to the silliness, the superstition almost, uh, base beliefs versus, oh no, the, the tenets are actually more about being rationalist and whatnot. Right. Um, cause like my, 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 my mind's just going to thinking of the, um, meme culture, the type of like, posting as a way of like as a almost like casting a spell uh meme magic uh and then wiccans going like i'm casting a spell curse on trump like this is real activism or something yeah that kind of thing uh so yeah anyway so how how about okay let's let's wrap up with um just if you if you're comfortable you do not then we'll totally go to whatever other direction you want to wrap up with do you have any opinions on uh, local goings-on, Albany as a city? Where do you think our uh, are area is going uh, in, in certain ways? Um, and this is totally, un, I want to point it out, unrelated, I'm asking you, the resident, not you, the uh, congregate, congregation leader.
2: I mean, I don't really, I, to be honest, the last, like, 16 months of my life has been so busy that i really haven't been i building a congregation takes an immense amount of time Mm -hmm. and dedication and like i love doing it it's great would you recommend Uh, it for others i well Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. uh with caveats but you know (laughs) it's rewarding It's, it's definitely rewarding if you do it the right way um and you have the greatest intentions how about we
0: go to that what have you learned in the last two years that you've been doing this?
2: I have learned that I can do a lot more than I had imagined. Um I think that Satanism is a journey of knowledge and you're continuously consuming knowledge and, and educating yourself um to be a better person. And so, you know, this journey has kind of opened my eyes to what I could be, right? Where I thought I had kind of you know, you you read an article or you watch the Hail Satan documentary and you think you know everything about it but you come in and you have absolutely no idea what you are getting yourself into and that's you're opening the door satanism yeah. is opening the door to understanding you got a produced
0: more. you got an impression based on the produced like media product Yeah. then there's the actual doing stuff
2: yeah you're like okay i can work with this like i can i can go farther a realization. i can i can create a real community that has an impact on the people that live around me right making our our area better and i mean if if Albany was was great, I would you know I wouldn't have a job.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what well, uh, it's, it's unrelated to uh, what we've been talking about. But what do you do both for wages? I suppose since you've already explained, of course, what do you do? Well, you've done all you do all this other stuff. Wages? Yes. What do you do for?
2: Oh oh well, I work
4: in the chemical industry. Okay. I'm a historian, like an actual published academic
0: yeah right, cool uh, and then, then the same uh, answer a question for Dex. what have you learned over that you've uh, you've been involved for much longer at least as far as the length of the organization but let's just say in the last few years what have you uh, what have you learned yeah. and uh what do you see going forward
4: what have i learned well a lot of it actually overlaps with what phoenix was saying um about you know Realizing you can do a lot more than you thought, and you know the impact of building community and seeing, for me, one of the most beautiful things was actually watching the Albany congregation grow past needing me. You know, because I you know, when I when I co-founded that back in 2016, I kind of you know first of all I didn't know if it was going to work, I didn't know if anyone would join or you know, um, but getting to this point now where it's at where it's it's just functioning really without me. I mean, there's an advisor. But, you know, I'm not a voting member of the council or anything like that. And just seeing everyone work and build and continue to bring in people, it's just been such a wonderful thing. And, um, you know, I've I've myself personally been able to flourish in ways I hadn't expected. You know, I never thought I'd be talking to national or international stages um, the way I've been doing the past couple of years. I uh, never thought I'd be, you know, helping to develop an international religions ordination program or helping to guide its ministry um and
0: uh i know this isn't a wrap up question but um did i did i ask how you got originally involved and how you came to your current position in new york
4: uh no uh so basically um when i first I think the thing that really got my attention about the Satanic Temple was in 2015, in July, in Detroit, they had what we now call the unveiling, where there was a, a large the semi- big
0: Baphomet statue.
4: Exactly. So I, I had already been dabbling in Satanism before that, but I didn't have a home, because I didn't like the Church of Satan uh, very much. And um, so I started to really look into the Satanic Temple, and I joined maybe two weeks after the unveiling, uh, joined the New York City chapter Mm -hmm. because there wasn't one here and uh, they kind of mentored me into how things get done and uh, eventually I was approved to you know try to start a chapter here and it actually not only took off but really flourished I mean I think I think we were the ninth chapter in the organization we have 49 of them now I believe and uh, you know we've been we've been going strong and we've always had a reputation of being stable and doing really good work and I'm very proud of that
0: I haven't uh, brought it up over a course, and it's something I should have done in uh, pre-preparedness. But I'm going to look up, and maybe you can do it on your phone. The current listing and ranking is we always, the Albany Tri-City area area always ranks very high on the least Christian cities in America, uh, or at least the least religious Sometimes we're number one, sometimes we're number three behind uh, Providence and Hartford, something like that. I don't know what our rankings are now. I haven't looked at them for a few years, but we're always in the top five. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. Um,
4: it's definitely made life easier. When we when we were at the 2018 Pride Festival and Parade in Albany, yeah, we were in the parade, and you know we we marched down I don't know State, and we took her right onto Lark Street, and we right. didn't know if people were going to throw bricks at us or whatnot. Um, and instead, we were literally met with these cheers. That were so deafening that my ears rang for most of the rest of the day, and I don't know if that would have happened if I was in, say, I don't know, Mobile, Alabama, or, or, you know, San Antonio. We have we have people in those uh, areas yeah, that could tell me what it's you like. You can
0: find, but you have to be careful.
4: Yeah, we haven't had to deal with much like violence in this area yet, though there was a, a pushback. You mean, well, of any kind pushback Has there been pushback not much. Um I mean, we had there was an arson attack in our headquarters. I think what was Salem, it, yes. Yeah. I,
0: I did I did uh read that.
4: Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't, you know, just an attempt. I mean, they did significant damage to our building. Yeah, I think it's porch. still being Yeah, the porch, there was smoke damage to the gift shop and upstairs. All all kinds of the the antique doors were badly yeah. damaged.
0: It was more than just a flaming poop. Uh,
4: yeah, now this guy let the building on fire and there was employees and a newlywed couple inside.
0: Mm. And, and between that and trans panic and, and all of that, it's, uh, it's more than, it's not just, um, culture wars more than just a bunch of, uh, talking heads on TV. Uh, it does have real effects, real, uh, damage and, uh, but real successes and real good. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so that's this week's show. Please contact me to leave feedback, suggest topics or to join me on the program yourself. Uh, you can do so on my socials. Uh, they're on Facebook. Twitter, I think, yes, still, and Macedon, uh, at uh, threeleftshow, but also slash what's left in Albany, or what's left in Albany, W-L-I-A, slash threeleftshow. You can find, though it's currently down, but when it's back up, you can check it out, www.threelefts.news. This is the website with info, show notes, and an archive of all episodes for both programs, for context, the Three Left Show is my leftist theory show where I discuss the strategies, practice, and issues of leftist politics. Otherwise, I want to wish all you well and encourage all listening to devote some time every week to a collective or community project as we discover what is actually left here in Albany. Thank you very much, both Dex and Phoenix. Thanks for having us, Sam. Yeah. Bye.
1: Based out of Salem, Massachusetts, and led by their co-founder, Lucian Greaves, today they're in Arkansas to protest at the state capitol in the name of constitutional rights. What's the mood like?
3: I'm not sure what the general mood is. I've been rather isolated since I've gotten in. This is the first time we're putting together our own rally, and we're doing exactly what the state politicians said would never happen, uh, bringing our, our monument onto the capitol grounds.
1: The monument depicts Baphomet an anthropomorphized winged goat figure associated with occult and mystical traditions, with two children at his feet. Even though these activists don't actually believe in a physical Satan, they know that Christians do. And exploiting God-fearing Republicans' belief in the devil is one of their tactics. They harness the power of satanic imagery and symbolism in dramatic public demonstrations to draw attention to their left-wing causes. Their latest target is Arkansas, and a Ten Commandments monument, which was recently installed on the Capitol grounds, and which they claim, in isolation, violates the First Amendment's ruling on the separation of church and state.
3: The Ten Commandments monument is illegal if it remains up in exclusion to other monuments of religious expression. If they allow our monument to be erected on the same Capitol grounds, that would legalize the Ten Commandments, and it would also stand as... uh, as testament to our respect for pluralism and religious liberty and First Amendment values.
1: What is the goal of today? Is it to get the Ten Commandments taken down? Is it to get Baphomet alongside it? Or is it a wider cause?
3: The rise of theocratic efforts within American politics has been at play for generations now, but it's really coming to a head, you see, with the election of Donald Trump and the rise of evangelical nationalism. I think the more this happens, the more our numbers grow. It's a beautiful day here at the state capitol. Great day to be a Satanist.
0: I believe it and I'm very excited about it. Hail Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail
1: Satan. The documentary, Hail Satan, explores those questions while following the rise of the Satanic Temple. Director Penny Lane says the creation of the film took her on a spiritual and educational journey.
2: Satanism is
1: looking out for the other, because we are the other.
0: I am following a code of ethics, having fellowship with brethren. Why can't that be a religion?
1: Despite spending years following the temple and its members, as well as becoming close to some of them, Penny Lane says she isn't a convert.
3: It made me respect religion in a whole new way. It made me think about the possibilities for what religion could be in the future. I always thought religion was essentially an anti-modern phenomenon that would be better off in the trash can. I don't feel that way anymore. I think religion's great.